Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Abundant Truth Broadcast with host Roger L. Levins. Join us as we stand in defense of the gospel and herald the message of the Christian faith. Stay tuned for today's message. And Jesus said, if you seek to save your life, you're going to lose it. So you lose your sleep. You're losing energy. You're losing time because it's always about my personal convenience rather than cast off my cares on him and do what he's called for me to do because I know him. And then what is the measure for evangelism and outreach? Quite simply, doing it God's way. You can't measure it by the number of people that get saved. You can only measure it by your obedience to the commission. God knows how to add, and many saints think they fail because they don't get a conversion on the spot. You're not the Holy Ghost. You ain't got to convert them as such, but you do give them the word. It's a, it is the spirit that convicts the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. We just preach Jesus, believe on him, and allow the spirit of God that drew me to draw them also to stir up their minds, to stir up their hearts. He said no one can come except he draws them. But people need to know what, what they need to know how to respond to that drawing. That's why the world is clamoring for stuff. They're clamoring for stuff to believe in the worship. If it's not their music, it's their way of dress. This is my style. That's why you have to be careful because a lot of the styles are attached to a spirit. That's why all the punk rockers look a certain way, because it's a spirit. That's why all the R&B singers are looking a certain way, because it's a spirit. One is one, and these have got two extremes with just these two genres. With the rock and roll, it's all about violence. R&B, it's all about sex. Now think about how they dress. Men have dressed all tattooed, girls all tight. So you can't look at them and say, I want to dress like that because you call the spirit of that thing to you. You can dress and be fashionable without calling spirits to you. I should confuse you with Usher. I should not confuse you with R. Kelly. I should confuse you with Little Kim. I should confuse you with them. You can be sharp, but you need to be saved. That's all. It ain't about if people want to holler legalism. No, you want your flesh appeased. You mean to dress modestly and proper in a manner fitting of your God is bondage to you? That means you don't want the control of God or anything else. Because it says we are like sheep. And if we're like sheep, sheep are easily led. So if you tell me, bro, you don't need to dress like that because it gives us a certain thing. If I'm a sheep, I'm going to say, well, I just need to go and change that. I ain't thought twice about why they said that to me, why they ain't said it to nobody else. You a goat. You ain't a sheep. Sheep don't be trying to figure out the source of it, the spirit behind it, why they said it to me, why they waited to now to say it to me. That is not a sheep mentality. So then I can understand why some of us don't want to evangelize because we despise what we're in. 
so I'd rather leave them in their sins so I can brush up against it. So I ain't going to tell you, you don't really need to be listening to all that crazy music because if I'm around you, I get to brush up against it every now and again. I ain't going to tell you, you don't need to be watching every YouTube video because I want to brush up against it. Because that same spirit of lawlessness is what sets the stage for the Antichrist. That's why the world is pushing for we can do what we want to do. And Christianity is the enemy of it. And if you come to church and the only thing you hear in the church is we're trying to put you in bondage, that means the spirit of lawlessness has got you. How can you hear bondage in dressed to to represent your God. How is that bondage? It ought to be your honor to be identified with Jesus. How do you hear bondage is let us assemble ourselves so much the more as we see the day approaching as bondage when, hey, my inheritance is among them which are sanctified. This is where I can get prayed for. This is where people can pray for me. I can get the word of God. I can get strengthened. I can get encouraged. And if that seems like bondage to come to church, the spirit of lawlessness is getting on you. Because they don't get bondage to go to the movies. It's, it's funny. We're not in bondage when we're on vacation. We'll go out every night on vacation. Be at the beach all day, plan a movie, plan a meal, five days straight. And then say, but I've been to work all day. You was at the beach all day, but you still went out to eat. You still went to the movies. And you still came home and played a game and watched more TV. But when church is attached to it, it's bondage. That is the spirit of lawlessness that says do what you want to do. But anything associated with the church now is bondage. Whole week on vacation. Party. Do it. That's getting it all in. Some of us are going to work for half a day and say, Lord, I don't know if I can make it tonight. You shopped all day. You ate all day. You, you didn't eat and go to sleep like you do before you want to come back to church. It is the spirit of lawlessness. That makes, uh, it makes you associate church with bondage and everything else with liberty. You better wake up. He said, it is at work. And if you keep thinking about church and thinking about what's wrong and thinking about his heart and thinking about I'm tired and thinking about I'm busy and thinking about I'm this, you are in danger of giving in to that spirit of lawlessness. We are a controlled people. I can't watch everything. I can't go every place. I can't say everything that comes to my mind. I can't get you back. I can't tell you how I feel. I can't set the pastor right. You just can't do it. And if it's bondage to you, that mystery of iniquity, that mystery of lawlessness, lawlessness is working on you at present. So you start despite. How can you be full of the Holy Ghost and love God and hate the people of God? That is a spirit that's working on you. Those don't even agree. 
how can you say I love God and I'm going to give you a break and say, and you can't love other saints that receive the same God? How can I look at her and just say, you know what, I just, I just can't stand her. The Holy Ghost must not even be in me because the Spirit of God in me going to make me respect the Spirit of God in her and say somehow we want to work it out. But when your spirit comes up on a saint and gets all agitated and bent out of shape, that's another spirit working in you. The Holy Ghost don't aggravate the Holy Ghost. How can, how can the Holy Ghost be aggravated with himself? Even if I don't like something he says, he can't aggravate me because that's my brother. I just ain't like what he said, but we don't say that. I don't like them. It's just something about them. Yeah, it must be the Holy Ghost in them that's exposing that wickedness in you. How do I know it? Because if you only get aggravated when you come up on this one, then that means it must be something in him that exposes the wickedness in you so you keep responding. It's just something about them. Yeah, 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 it is. Must be God in them. Because the scripture says, from the least to the greatest of them shall know me. He says, I will be in them. And I'm even more scared if you walk up on the path and have no respect. Because that means that spirit in you is so big that it's going to challenge authority. One thing about a wicked spirit is that it despises authority. When Jude talked about it, he says they despise dominion. When your spirit is off, you hate order, you hate protocol, and you won't respect it. I keep telling you, when you can't respect order, that is another spirit working in you. It says that the angels, being so great in strength, it says when Michael was contending with the devil, would not talk about the devil any kind of way, but said, but Satan the Lord rebuke you. That Michael, in his exalted place, would not get outside of the fact to know that the only way he could rebuke and deal with the adversary was because of the Lord. So that Michael didn't say, I rebuke you. He says, but Satan the Lord rebuke you. So then you understand in the church of God, Whenever order is put out there to you and you despise order, you acting like the devil, you acting like a false teacher. So that when your auxiliary leader tells you one thing and you dive over them and go to try to verify it with the pastor, you just despise the authority. You are acting like the devil because the devil didn't want authority. He said, I want to be like God. See, when you start fighting against what's set up, you're saying, I'm God. I make the rules. So I don't care who the pastor put over the music. When I got a problem, I'm going to pastor. You just overthrew his authority. And when you don't operate in authority, this is why we cannot have authority in outreach and evangelism. 
When you are subject to God's authority, God grants you to operate in authority on the field so that when people come upon you and they don't know you're God, and you say, let me pray for you now that God would heal you, you will have the authority of God and the backing of God because you respect his authority. So you give him authority to do whatever he wants. But if you kick it up here, I told you at the beginning of the message, but if you cannot deal with it here and get it right here, us hosting an outreach, us doing evangelism, will not produce all of the results it needs to produce. So we cannot end the church at light. We are serving the unknown God. We know who God is. We know that he has revealed himself in Jesus Christ. We know that it is his sacrifice and his sacrifice alone so that regardless of where you go in this world, you have the message. It is only in Jesus. They want to bring it. They're going to bring it up to you all kinds of stuff. But the only message you got is Jesus Christ and him crucified. You leave it to the scholars and theologians to try to bang out all the details. I got to believe the record because the record said if I believe, I, I can be born again. So I was born again, so that means I can believe the record. Because I had no knowledge of being born again except the record was already there. And so that we can know and understand that we can respond to the call of evangelism and outreach. Thanks for listening to today's message. The Abundant Truth Broadcast is a ministry of Abundant Truth International. For more information, visit us at AbundantlyTruth.net. And remember, the Bible is truth, and it is abundantly true.